Hello and welcome to Veteran State of Mind. Today we're going to do a question and answer session. Uh, I've got my mate Alex with with me. Uh, we've been d- discussing Afghan on previous podcasts, but today, well, to be honest, I'll, we'll, I'll give you the honest spiel. Me and Alex have just finished recording uh, the, one of the podcasts about Afghan, and <laughs> we're both fucking shaking a little bit, um, you know, because this is Veteran State of Mind after all. So, like, let's be honest with you guys. We both fucking shaking. We both feel like someone has just taken fucking sledgehammers to us. Um, Alex looks like a, an elephant is about to rape him, like or has already been done with him. I've been looking for crack uh, outside. That's that same elephant as I had to go through my ass. And um, we, we were going to continue and do the rest of the Afghan episode. Now we we will do that. We're going to do that tomorrow after we've had a bit of R and R and watch some rugby tonight. But right now. Um, we're going to do some question and answers instead. Try and make it a bit light-hearted because neither of us want to go home and fucking <laughs> curl up into a fucking ball of emotional misery. So, Alex, welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good to be here. I don't know, but this is it's good. Um, I got a, a, so I got some questions today, mate. And these questions have been submitted to me uh, via Instagram. Uh, I sometimes take question and answer sessions on there. If you're not following me on Instagram and stuff, get over to at GRJ Books. So that's one word, Golf Romeo Juliet Books, Instagram.com. Uh, Instagram.com. That's not a .com, is it? Fucking app. Gosh, showing my age, mate. Showing my age. Um, so, yeah, we've got these, um, we've got questions that people submitted. They want answering. Um, I figure Alex is a good good man to uh, help me help me with this. So I've got this list in front of me. I'm going to have a look in if, if this is, which one kind of jumps out at me to begin with. All right, here's one. Alex, if you could be anything in the military, what would you be? If I could be anything in the military, I would be a Bravo MFC. A Bravo MFC. Please explain to people what a Bravo MFC is. So a Bravo MFC is a, a mortar fire controller. It's sort of your job is to control mortar fire. Um, and the only reason I say it is because when I was in the army, I had quite a, a number of roles. And towards the, the tail end of my career, I went into into mortars and one of my roles then was as a, a, Bravo, a Bravo MFC. And I believe that is probably the, the best job you can have in, in, in the army. You, you're still infantry. So yeah. You still you still do everything as you would do as a normal. Get all, get all the checks. Yeah, you get all the, all the infantry perks. <laughs> and plus, you, you get to blow shit up. It's, like, it's amazing. There's nothing better than sitting on a hill... And watching things in front of you go boom. Well, you said there's nothing better for psychopaths like you and me. Yeah, basically. And yeah. anyone else looking. But I, <laughs> I think anybody who's been on the receiving end of indirect fire mortars yeah. will know how fucking scary it is. Not nice. Yeah, so I can only imagine the effect that that would have on the enemy. And it's, it is it's a brilliant job. It's, it's, it's quite a technical role to have. Um, yeah. Difficult. To master, definitely. And if you fuck it up, you can hit your own blokes. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. but it is it is, it is a brilliant role. Uh, and of all the roles I had in in the army, from machine gunner, recce, to mortarman, everything that was my my favorite role. Good. Um, and obviously, with this question as well, I would say that there is a difference between um. Are you on operations or are you not on operations? So for me, uh, my answer to the question would be um, my favourite role in the UK was definitely PTI. I fucking love being a PTI. Uh, PTI is physical training instructor. Basically, you get selected on being the best looking 
best looking, most muscular, all round gorgeous human beings on the planet. And then you get sent off to Aldershot for 10 weeks, do a course down there, which involves chucking logs over your head and other various things that don't really help you at all when it comes to rehabbing <laughs> rehabbing people with injuries <laughs> or basically anything to do with fitness other than getting good at throwing logs over your head. Um, no, I, 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 there is some really good stuff on that uh, on that course. Um, it's a lot of fucking fun too. You meet a lot, a lot of great blogs from uh, other regiments of of the of a cause and that kind of stuff. Uh, I loved that fucking job of PTI inside the battalion. I hope that I made you cry and I hope that I made you really oh, detest the idea of coming on to PT in the mornings. Yeah, absolutely. I did, I, did I achieve my objective of making you hate PT? Because that, that was the goal. Well, I think any, I don't think any squaddy loves PT, especially when you, you are in a, a log around at seven o'clock in the morning. But it's particularly bad when you've got a, a PTI with his, Nice shiny white shirt on, gelled hair, gelled hair, gelled, gelled, gelled hair, pest vest. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love that job being in the garrison PT, uh, garrison gym and just working out there. Great bunch of lads. We used to have such a fucking laugh. I mean, it doesn't sound like maybe everyone's cup of tea, but to me, having one of the young PTIs crawl up a rope and then everybody throw medicine balls at them. That to me is the idea of a good way of passing a morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then going out and thrashing a bunch of people and seeing how many you can make puke. I mean, it was that was a lot of fun. As far as operations go, it was only one job for me and only one job that I want to do again, and that is to be a, can you guess? Machine gunner. Fucking machine gunner. Yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to do is be a machine gunner. I would do that again and again and again and again. Um, I would quite happily have stayed. If there was operations going on continuously after when I left, I would have stayed in as a Lance Corporal, carrying a gympie for the rest of my life. I've been quite happy doing that. Um, in a dream, in a dream world, the other one, I'd still rather be a gympie gunner, I think, but being an A-10 pilot must be pretty awesome because you're basically flying around on a giant penis that you get to shoot people with. Is that, that must be the feeling. Every time they fucking let rip on there, that must be like spewing a massive load onto the enemy that, you know, killed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like, especially in like 2006 to like 2008, 2009, when they were regularly getting to just fucking light up Taliban. I mean, that must be pretty fucking cool. Uh, okay. Next question. Favorite army films? Hmm. Hmm. I do like the old class. I love... Uh, we were soldiers. Brilliant film. Is that the uh, so we were soldiers? That's one Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson Battle yeah. of the Ag- Battle yeah. of the Adrang Valley, nineteen sixty-five. I think yeah. first cavalry, uh, first air cav. Um, brilliant film. I love I love the the part Mel Mel Gibson plays in it as well. It is really yeah. I mean Mel Gibson, like he's like he's he's very much a kind of like a, a hit and miss guy with in my opinion. Like this, his movies are either love him or I hate him, and that's definitely one way he brought it home on that. He was he was great, and it's a fucking true story. Yeah, uh, basically C- Colonel Halmore. Um, he, there's books that he's written, books about him. Fucking outstanding officer. Everything that if you're if you're an aspiring officer or anything like that, read about Colonel Halmore because he's just everything that you should aspire to be. Yeah, and an officer, absolute fucking hero, and yeah. a great great leader. Uh, any others? Um, the classics. I love Band of Brothers. Everyone loves yes, Band of not Brothers. A movie, but not a movie, except that. Yeah. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, dude. I remember seeing Saving Private Ryan, fifteen years old, sitting front and center in the cinema, and Jesus Christ, when that fucking ramp drops on the beach. Um, when I watch that now, I've actually been shot at and stuff like that. Because when I first watched, it, I was shocked, but now I've actually been shot at and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. I-, I actually feel physically sick. 
Well, they when that happens. Well, yeah, but just seeing that, and because you know it's real. Yeah, it, 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 it fucking happened. And if that, that happened, man, hang on. Oh, sorry, that as mental. It happened. Fucking, what is it, six, seventy years ago now? Like our granddad's generation. That happened. It's mental. I mean, fuck me. That's it's essentially like what you were doing at the Battle of Waterloo, standing in line or go charging the enemy, but they got MG forty twos like machine guns. And oh, Jesus Christ, I mean. Fucking balls on those. Blocks. It is that opening scene that does it. I know. Yeah, I mean the rest of the movie after that. I don't know how you you, you could have fucking finished on that opening scene. And I'd be a quivering mess in the fucking in the in the, the cinema. And I think if you, if you've ever been to Normandy uh, and yeah. and seen the beaches where it actually happened, is that. And if you never have been to a battlefield um, in Western Europe, I really recommend that you do because, like, fuck me, you want to talk about gratitude in your life and stuff like that. You see a field stretching as far as you can see with white crosses um it is just is is overwhelming but i don't want to digress too far favorite army films i got one platoon charlie sheen winning as usual i think that's a great movie the reason i love platoon oh and also um i want to give a shout out to dale die captain dale die formerly marine corps he i think is really heavily responsible in making that movie one of the best war movies because he put the blokes the um he put them through a boot camp in the jungle. And it's the first time with any of these movies that that had ever been really done. So he took these actors, young actors, and the fucking cast is insane. Like you've got you've got Johnny Depp who plays like the fifteenth role down the list and shit. Um, and he put them through this this boot camp and actually got them behaving like because uh, Captain Captain Dyer had been through Vietnam himself, and he got these guys acting the right way, talking the right way, behaving the right way. And I think that's why I love it because I recognize. Even though our army was different because we weren't draftees and stuff, you recognize the spirit of the soldier in there and the way that they act was very real. And when, if I see a war movie where, all right, digressing, fucking Our Girl or whatever it's called, <laughs> biggest pile of shit ever. They even got their fucking sights back to front on the weapons, right? If I see a piece of shit program like that, Oh, and this is probably, I've just, I'm never actually now going to get to work with anybody that's been involved in this program that's saying that. <laughs> Shit. Oh, well. I'm sure you tried your best, guys. But look, if you're going to make a program about the military, get people who are in the military involved in it. Reason why is because if you don't get the way that they're talking about uh, stuff to each other correct, and, and if the banter doesn't feel right and it feels forced, no one that's been in the military is going to be able to buy into that show. Because you'll know it's fake. And as soon as you know that what you are watching or reading or anything like that is fake, you can't buy into it. And if you can't buy into it, you don't care about the characters. And if you don't care about the characters, you're not going to feel fear. You're not going to feel, you know, any, you're not going to feel any empathy towards these characters. Um, that's why I fucking love Platoon. Um, some other ones I, I, I love. Um, I, I, the Pacific, if we're going to mm. say Band of Brothers, go say Pacific. Generation Kill, I think they did an amazing show on that. Anything HBO does is fucking... Um, oh, can I add one? Fantastic. Of course you can add one. Heartbreak mate. Ridge. Gunny Highway. Oh, man. Right, Heartbreak Ridge. I think I think that the place, shout out Big Helens in San Clemente, I think they filmed a scene from um, Heartbreak Ridge there in a bar. Even if they don't, fucking love Big Helens in San Clemente. <laughs> I can't wait to go back down there and pound some dubious looking big things of blue stuff that leave me lying on the floor in the car park. Can't wait for that. Um other ones, Bridge Too Far, amazing, yeah, amazing film. Classic. Um, God, there's probably loads more. We might have to come back to this one or another one. Okay, let's move on to, um, let's go from better to go into uni, I'm uh, sorry, better to go into, better to go into being an officer from university or join direct from sixth form. 
Um, right, I'm going to weigh in on this one because I, I nearly went down that route myself. So I was planning to become an officer uh, before Iraq happened and I just wanted to go out and do machine gun stuff. And um, I was going to go to, uh, I was going to go through uni and everything like that. Well, I did go through uni. I would recommend going to uni because uni is fucking great fun. Um, the other thing as well is you, so you, okay, uni is a lot of fun. The other thing I would say is there's not really anything like going on at the moment that's not going to be around in a couple of years. So you're not missing out on anything like that. So, you know, go have fun at uni because once you're in the army, you're in the army and the chances of you going back to uni, you can go back and do the courses, but you'll probably never have that experience of being like a fresher and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if it's obviously you've got to take financial considerations in and all that kind of stuff, but I would fucking go. Uh, the other thing I would say is like, let's say you go direct from sixth form. Well, first of all, there's no saying that you're actually going to pass and get in at that point. But let's say that you did, right? By the time you go from Sandhurst, you're going to be maybe 19, 20 years old, turning up to... Oh, fuck me. I've got a wire here. You're going to be 19, 20 years old, turning up a platoon of blokes, some of whom are in their 30s, some of whom have fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, all this stuff. No offense, anyone that's 20 years old or younger listening right now, but you don't know fuck all about life or anything like that. Neither did I, neither did Alex, neither does anyone that's ever been 20 years old. You have no fucking life experience. So when one of your blokes comes to you and he says, sir, I'm having a problem with my wife, she wants to take the kids off me and stuff like that, and you go, no, corporal, you're fucking staying in here with this guard this weekend or we're going out in the field or something like that, you're going to fucking turn your platoon against you. And it's not your fault because you just don't know. Now, that doesn't all get remedied by going to uni for a few years, but chances are when you've been in sixth form, you're still living at home with your parents, you still haven't ever branched out on your own. At least going to uni will give you a bit of a new experience in getting out, meeting new people, having to you know, be on your own a little bit like that. Otherwise, you're going straight from home, 18 months in Sandhurst, which is its own little ecosystem. Um, you know, One of the great things about uni is that it will get you rubbing shoulders with people from not necessarily all backgrounds, but definitely some areas of the country. For, for me, it was um, it was my first real exposure to people of different kind of race and religion and stuff like that that I had. So I recommend that. Um, and also, regardless of whether you are in sixth form or uni, get yourself joining some sports teams and stuff. And I would recommend, say, um, if you're a uni, if you are in uni, go and join the local rugby team rather than uni rugby team because then you will meet people from different backgrounds. Most officers, let's be honest, come from middle-class families or upper-class families. Um, and if you want to get to know the people you command, then who are going to be mostly in the infantry, which, let's be honest, why would you join anything else? Um, you're going to have lads in there from fucking r- rough backgrounds who some of them didn't know their parents, some of them have parents that are fucking criminals, maybe murdered parents. You know, like, I, it was fucking eye-opening to me. I'm from a very soft background. So when I came in, I was quite frankly shitting myself at a lot of these people. And like, if you want to... You know, be a, if you want to be a good commander, you have to understand your people. If you want to understand your people, you've got to spend time with your people. And the time to do that is before you get there, because otherwise, one, you only need to, like, let me tell you, you make one fucking bad impression when you turn up, then that's it. It doesn't matter what you do for the rest of your, your time. Or would you uh, would you agree, disagree in the middle? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I joined the army literally straight from school. Um, and the fact that I had always wanted to go into the army... I, I feel did, it did affect me in school because my my attitude in that case was that why do I need a fucking education? I'm going in the infantry anyway. Um, now I've left. I've spent the past five years playing catch up. I mean, I'm 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 in my thirties now, and only this year I finished my degree. 
and started my masters. I, I, I mean, so I've missed out on on all the good stuff with what you were saying in regards to uni. I'm too old to go out and enjoy Freshers Week and, and all that stuff now. But not only that, I mean, who wouldn't want to go out and fucking do Freshers Week? Exactly. Honestly, Brecon is and Brecon and being cold in a forest can wait. Go and yeah. enjoy Freshers Week. Enjoy uni. But but I mean, maybe not even uni. If if you're adamant on on wanting to go into into the army, I would I would recommend at least go to college first go yeah. to college get your a levels or I, I mean look at maybe a trade uh, they all they are the thing is the army's always going to be uh, yeah just even if it's just some life experience in any fucking job or traveling or what if you're fortunate enough to be able to travel you know like 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 uh, like alex is saying the army has been around or in one shape or fucking form of the other for a long fucking time it's not going anywhere it will wait two years and i know when you're 16 Two years seems like a long fucking time. It's not a long fucking time. But you won't listen to this because you're 16. <laughs> so no. you're just thinking <laughs> the same as I fucking did and everybody else. You're, just, you're going to it. So I don't know why I bought to answer the fucking question. Right. I like this question. I really like this question. Thank you for whoever sent this in. What's your opinion on those who think infantrymen are just organic sandbags? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one. Um, Organic sandbags. I mean... First of all, organic, like like where you're coming from with the buzzword at the moment. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to get my head around this question in terms of... Well, I think, idiots, what, I, think, I think what he's getting at is... Um, and I, I, I was trying to get my head around it as well because I think what he's... He, I think he's kind of coming to the defense of infantrymen, which is basically like... So let me read it in this kind of voice to see if it makes a difference. Hey, what's your opinion on those who think infantrymen are just organic sandbags? As in like, you know... Oh, uh, mum, I'd want to. I want to be in infantry, or dad, I want to be infantry. Oh, fuck that! They're just organic sandbags. I don't know why this guy's from Yorkshire, but he is now. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, and so yeah, I, I think I think that it's basically kind of some people maybe have a demeaning idea about the infantry being organic sandbags. But do you think there's some truth to that? Because I, I kind of do. I think what what people's I think the wider army, their sort of attitude towards infantry are the, the, yeah they're just the people you're in the infantry only because you did shit in school or you become you come from a shitty background a broken home which in most cases yeah a lot of people do go into the infantry for those reasons but I think you develop in the infantry um, and I think in order to have a, a long term career in the infantry and, and to, to progress in there, you do, you've got to have an element of intelligence about you. Yeah, you, you do, or at least an element. Into, even if, you, if you're not intelligent, you need to be determined. Yeah, at absolutely. Least. But you even, know, you can get through by not necessarily being intelligent, but you, you can't be a quitter. You have, to no. have some, you have to have something. You've got some good quality, which is either grit or intelligence or a combination of them all. When I look at, I compare, say, my, my job in the infantry towards the tail end of my career, um, to, I don't know, maybe somebody in the Remi or Remi's the um, Royal Electrical Mechanical Engineers, so Sparkies and no, not Sparkies, sorry, uh, mechanics and stuff. Yeah, or or signals or engineers who are you know they they've got their A levels, they, they've got some form of education. When I weigh myself up against them and look at what I do, what the things you've got to learn in the infantry. I mean, we're not just it's not yeah. just a case of it, you could have learned to fire a rifle it's a, it's a spectrum right because I will be honest some of the lads I met with in the infantry are the most dense fucking human beings ever we had lads in Iraq who you wouldn't let out the back of the vehicle because they would be more trouble than it was worth to have them on the ground that exists 100% I'm holding a highlighter up in my hand right now 
this could do a good a job as being an infantryman, as some people are know. Now, that is not everyone. No. There's some some of the lads, like, again, I was very fortunate in my life. I got um, parents that, that pushed me in a good way, that believed in me, that told me I could do anything and stuff like that, and I got an education. Just because someone doesn't have a piece of paper that says on education, and again, I'm talking to younger people here now because this is something that we do when, we, when we're younger. I've done it. Everyone does it. Just because someone doesn't have A-levels or a degree doesn't mean they're fucking thick. No. Um, and some of the lads that, um, that I've worked, you know, worked alongside have been super intelligent people who, for whatever reason, with maybe parents or maybe just, you know, they had something happen in their life where they, they, they were in a fucking school that didn't care or something like that. They just didn't end up with the pieces of paper, but they're just as intelligent. Now, what I wanted to, to come to on this question is sometimes, you know what, an infantryman is an organic sandbag. Now, he might be a very intelligent organic sandbag, but he is an organic sandbag. And what I mean by this is there are times where you will walk out in front of your vehicle and you're looking for IDs and stuff like that. And like we were talking about on the Afghanistan podcast, sometimes you'll have some equipment to do that and a bare minimum amount of training. Uh, in Iraq, we didn't even have that. You just walked ahead of the vehicles and looked for IEDs. Now, what happens if there's an IED there? The ID goes off and you die. Uh, the vehicle's intact. And if you want to be a cynic, you can say that it costs a lot less to replace a soldier than it does to replace a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Military, the military as a whole can be a dangerous job. Being the infantry can be a very dangerous job. And I'm not going to necessarily hate on people for having to make those decisions because here's the fucking truth. There isn't enough money to pay for everything. Now, I'm sure the same people are saying give our troops fucking better equipment and stuff are probably the same ones who tried fucking putting the fucking uh, taxes up to pay for that. So I'd say that. And like, look, in the big picture, if you can get one more fully equipped Chinook with uh, equipment and a medical team and everything like that to save people's lives, that might mean that you need some organic sandbags to pay the price by walking front. It's a fucking harsh world. We have it very well over here and it's it's hard to even say that stuff, but that's the fucking reality is the books need to get balanced and it fucking sucks that it has to be that way. But that is the fucking way that, is, that it is. And there's somebody in Whitehall or something like that who's making sometimes decisions and people have to die to make things happen. Now, you know, it's... It's, it's it's just one of those things that in the infantry, you are at the front of things. Um, and you are, if we're going to talk about sandbags, you are the protection as in some way to, you know, the other people. The reason that the people further back are safe is because the infantry are, are bleeding. So there is some truth to the statement, but don't let that fool you into thinking that the infantry is a bunch of dumb, you know, dumb grunts. We might deliberately act. With, I, I, I do think we definitely play into that role sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, we like to fucking be the loud idiots who are pissing on each other and <laughs> fucking, yeah. um, you know, doing all well. Yeah, well, let's not get to go too far down the road. I think that's just a, a case of the environment you're in. You're in, you, you're infantry. You're meant, and you're young lad. Yeah, you're meant to be testosterone's high. You're meant to be rough, tough, and ready. And yeah, people do play up to that. But if you take into consideration the things you've got to learn, like I said, in the infantry, you've got to learn how to operate, maintain, strip down, clean every light weapon system, medium weapon system. Yeah. You've got to... So is your mechanical, there's mechanical elements Yeah, in? you're maintaining vehicles, you're operating yep. vehicles, yep. heavy vehicles, maintaining them, carrying out minor repairs on them, learning all sorts of other technical roles. You've got to be an expert map reader. Yep. You've got to, uh, depend on your role, and, operate and, motors, and do it, fire plans. It is a thing as well, people. Um, 
when you say that you got to be able to do this stuff, you actually have to be able to do this stuff because if you're working in an office and you fuck up on using the printer, then, you know, big deal. The freaking printer breaks, you have to get another printer. The consequences for not doing your job properly in the infantry and in the army is that people fucking die. Um, and so, yes, you actually have to be able to fucking uh, do, do this stuff. All right, moving on to the next question. I want to be a combat medic. Parents think I would do better as an officer. Any advice? Uh, my advice would be kill your parents and then bring them back to life using your medical skills. So they will be, <laughs> they will be in debt to you forever. Um, now, seriously, on, on advice on this one, if you want to be a fucking medic, go and be a fucking medic. Because what will happen otherwise is you will do something to please your parents. You'll go into something that you didn't want to do and you'll start to resent your parents. And then for 10 years down the line, you will be in a job that you didn't want to do you won't be happy with it. You'll think, oh, I always wanted to be a fucking medic and I didn't do it. And you'll fucking hate your parents and your pe- relationship with your parents will suffer. Now, I'm a fucking realist. And I know that if you go into your parents and say, I want to be a combat medic. And they say, we want you to be an officer, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be some hurt feelings and stuff like that. Better to have the hurt feelings now in the short term than to have it 10 years later. Um, <clears throat> you know, the other thing I would say as well is don't just be like, well, I'm going to be a combat medic and that's it. But you can, you know, tell them about why you want to do that. Like, to me, there is, I don't think there's anything more noble on the planet than wanting to be someone that's saving people's fucking lives. Um, you know, being like, we couldn't do what we do in anything else without combat medics. Like, they're fucking absolute legends. Now, I'm not saying officers aren't absolute legends. And obviously, officers is a wide, you know, term as well. Um, and, you know, but here's the thing. If you want to be a combat medic, be a combat medic. And then maybe one day you'll decide that you want to go the officer route and you apply for the officer route. So you might go down the officer route. But what's not going to happen really is someone goes in an officer and then try, it's not going to, you're not going to then go. So if that's your fucking dream, follow your dream. That sounded super cheesy. Going to stick with it. Just do what you want. But try and get your parents on board rather than going to war with your parents. Um, there's... There's no need in creating MRC. I've been in this situation with certain things where my parents would have rather rathered me go into something than something else. So I know how you feel. Um, I did what I felt was the right thing. And now I'm so fucking glad that I did. What do you reckon, Alex? Yeah, I agree. I mean, as you were saying, if you want to be a combat medic, be a combat medic, go for it. The officer route is still there. If you've got, you know, you've got the, the capacity or the qualifications to go down the officer route, then it, that's always going to be, going to be there. Start off as a combat medic. If you don't like it, or you think you chose wrong, then go down the officer route. Having been a combat medic and then going into, I don't know, to become an officer in, in, the, the med corps then you're going to be a far more effective officer having yeah, exactly experience. you're going to have a great experience it's going to be fine um just yeah get, get after get after what you want to be doing but like be be diplomatic about them bring them in and make them feel like they're part of the decision making process rather than you're just saying like fuck you and you know doing what the fuck you want um all right let's have a look next one up all right this is an interesting one do you think it's too late to join the infantry in your late 20s no i don't not at all. Um, I mean, you may struggle a little bit with some of the physical stuff, maybe, depending on, on, on fitness and so on. But I think what I will say is that the infantry is a very immature place to be. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what I was going to say, mate. It is. And obviously, being towards in the, the back end of 20, you are going to be a lot more mature. You're a different person. Yeah. You're the, a different fucking person. The army is like... 
I always so say, tell, tell them about some of the things that we'd be doing in the block and stuff like our, that. Our end of stuff. So like when like me and Alex had we were in a block with block is like it's like a block of flats. Literally, you have a t- like tiny little flat each where we were. Me and him were opposite each other in corridor. He come in while I was making a cup of tea. He started waving his cock around my head, rubbing his ass on my pillows, and I do exactly the same thing to him. You know, it's you're living in a, a basically. If you've gone to a zoo and seen a bunch of chimpanzees in a zoo, stick them in uniform and then give them testosterone injections, and that is what it's like living in the block. I mean, I don't personally. The reason I could handle that, and I mean, I left. I think was 27. I think was when I kicked it. Um, and we were in Recce Platoon, which is where you've got like the more, we were the more mature people right. in the fucking, we, we were doing that stuff, we were the more mature. <laughs> I mean, all right, it's, you've got a group of 18 to 21 year old people mostly who want to kill things. It's, do you think you can handle it, man? What I would say maybe is, I know the Marines, the Royal Marines have a, I think their average age of people joining is a bit older. And I think they have that mature thing. Now, here's the other thing as well. Uh, and this is the reason I left. A lot of stuff in the fucking army does not make sense and it's fucking stupid and it will drive you mad when you get in the late 20s. For instance, you do not get treated like a, an adult. And the reason you do not get treated like an adult is because there's a company full of people. Let's say we've got 130, what, 130 people in the company, say? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say we've got about 130 people. Right? Most of those lads are 18 to 21 years old. Most of them are not mature. Most of them are not going to be thinking like you are. So when you say, lads, this is the equipment that you need to go on the ranges tomorrow, you're going to go as a, late, a person in your late 20s and probably get all your kit ready and then go, go, go to bed nice and early. You're going to get up nice and early the next morning and then you're going to go. You're going to be down on parade in time and everything like that. Here's what the 18 to 21-year-old lads are going to do. They're not going to get their kit ready. Then they're all going to go out on the piss. They're going to get fucking steaming. They're going to come in at four in the morning. They're going to get hours sleep. They're going to get up late. They're going to forget to shave. They're going to get on parade late with all the fucking wrong equipment. Then you're all going to get fucking beasted. So you're going to get beasted as in like physically you're going to get run ragged because these lads haven't done it. And all that's going to be going through your head is I fucking did my shit and it doesn't matter. And he, and here's like, you might be saying at this point, well, I'll make sure that doesn't happen because I'll become a good leader and everything like that. That's fucking great, mate. Good luck with it. Like if you ever heard the expression of trying to herd cats and stuff like that, try herding cats when they're all on fucking meth. And that's probably what it's like trying to get a bunch of infantry soldiers together. Um, I would be, personally, I would say, if you're going to do something like that, go into it with your eyes open. Um, I mean, when you're in Catrick and stuff, these like a lot of them are going to be, se- what, 17? 17 years old? Like, it's you You are dealing with these, these people are on a totally different plane of life than you are. Um, and, you know, because be honest with yourself and look at what you and your mates were like when you were that age. Um, and then it just gets amplified in the army. It just goes through the fucking roof. So I think that's um, a massive part of it. The physical part of it, I don't think is actually an issue, but I do think there is, it depends how much wear and tear your body's at. Like personally, me and Alex, our bodies were fucked by our late 20s because we were in the infantry. Bad, but um, if you haven't been in the infantry, then you might be, your body might be all right. Um, but there's definitely something else as well about, imagine it, you're in Brecon, you're in a fucking, it's the middle of December, you're piss wet through, you're cold, you haven't got a clue what's going on because no one's telling you anything. You're shivering away. And you're thinking like, there's a much better way to be doing this. Now, when you're 18 or whatever, you don't really think about that stuff. And your capacity to deal with stupid stupidity is a lot higher because you don't know any better. So you're not thinking, oh, there's this better way of doing it. You're just going, oh my God, I'm fucking freezing. This is fucking shit. This is fucking shit. I want to sign off. So 
like there's there's that aspect to it as well and remember it's not just the lads that you're going to be working with who are going to be that age but your officer is going to be your junior um and you might have you like i'm you're in your late 20s i'm presuming you've probably been in the workforce for 10 years at this point you're probably quite a squared away person this bloke has gone to uni where he fucked and drank for fucking three years then he went to sanders where admittedly he had to work quite hard now he's a fucking in charge of something thirty something blokes, and he's going to be the one that decides how you live your life. Essentially, like so. Personally, mate, if I was in my late twenties, I wanted to do infantry. I would probably go along the join uh, the route of joining um, my local um, TA SAS regiments, either in the north or the south. I'd probably go that route, do that because they're, they're very time intensive as well. Uh, I'd do that, and then I would probably attempt regular selection if that was me. Odd. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Right, guys, so there's a few questions for you answered. Uh, keep sending them in on social media. You can get me uh, personally at GRJ Books. That's on Instagram, Facebook. Those are the two I'm most active on. I'm also on Twitter, but very, very rarely go on there. So get me on um, get me on Instagram or Facebook. at um, And for Veteran State of Mind, it's at Veteran State of Mind on Facebook, Instagram, all that. Uh, VeteranStateofMind.com. All right, thanks very much for tuning in, guys. Uh, catch you next time.